0: In a world full of noise and confusion, it's hard to focus on what's really important. In a culture where religion has become a grab bag of ideas, the precision of language is necessary for the proclamation of truth. This podcast is dedicated to that type of precision. I'm not sure what we'll talk about each day in this podcast, but you can rest assured that as our thoughts and questions continue, we will search the scriptures in order to know the truth. So let's get started. Are you listening? Thank you for listening. This week we're talking about family worship, and yesterday we sort of rambled on and on about what it means to have a lifestyle of worship. Nothing in particular or specific or even really practical, but just sort of a philosophy of how we don't need this structured and regimented style of Bible study. Nothing wrong with it, but don't think that's going to be the norm as your children grow and move around the world (laughs) that you live in. I'm not talking about distance. I mean just in busyness. So we have to learn that it's also not just about Bible study, but it's about Bible application. It's about learning the Scripture and applying it to the life that we live, so that we have opportunity to share the gospel with our families, so that it is empowering us to to do so. Now, specifically today, now I'm going to talk about those who are the heads of their homes. Now, the Bible teaches that the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church. This is a picture that's relative to the eternal picture of Jesus Christ and the redemption of his bride, who is the church. So marriage is a microscopic. Picture of the macrocosmic reality of Christ in the church, so that as Christ is our head and we are his bride, so I am also part of the bride of Christ, then in figure and in type, I am also the head of my home, and my wife and children then submit to me in that context. But here's the specific about today's podcast most men think that being the head of their home means that they're the king poopah, that they're the lead boss man, and that they tell people what to do and what to think. Now, that might be your style of leadership, but I'll tell you right now, you're not leading anyone, you're just sort of forcing your way around in your home. Now, there is a time to actually have a little bit of weight and throw it around, and there's times when you have to, especially in the context of spiritual discipline, you have to be the heavy and you have to deal with things accordingly. But I'm talking this week about being the spiritual head. Today, rather, the spiritual head. Are you the spiritual head of your home? Whether you want to be or not, Father, you are the spiritual head of your home. And you will be held responsible and accountable by the Lord through His Word for doing so. So, the fathers that aren't really doing that, if they're believers, they're going to be held accountable for it. If they're unbelievers, they're going to be held accountable for it. Now, if you, let me speak to that, if you are a woman or wife, mother, if you're a mother who has an unbelieving husband, then you take the mantle, you take the lead, and you learn to be submissive as well as learning to teach the Scripture to your family and teach the Scripture to your children. In some sense, you might also teach the Scripture to your husband. But that's another podcast for another day. So back to this leadership. Leadership is not about telling people what to do in a right manner, but it's about showing them what to do in a right manner. It's about so showing people as the head turning the body and the body focuses and sees what the head sees and goes where the head goes and follows in that sense of direction. So the leader, the spiritual leader is the first to pray. The spiritual leader is the first to have the discipline of being in the scripture. The spiritual leader is the first to continue in the conversation about spiritual things. The spiritual leader is the first to admit and confess his sins. The spiritual leader is the one who actually comes to the table of repentance. The spiritual leader is the one who shares his frustrations and then asks for forgiveness in his family. The spiritual leader is the one who does what is required and is the first to do. That's what the leader does. In school, when children line up, if you're the leader for the day, you're the first in line. You're the first out the door. You're the first to recess, and you're the first inside. You're the first to do this and the first to do that. Everyone else follows in your steps. Friends, the leader is the spiritual leader of the home, is the one who is spiritual and shows his family what that looks like. Beloved, I pray that you would hold fast to this reality, that you would understand that when Paul says in Colossians, he says, do not exasperate your children in Ephesians 5. Do not cause them to come to anger, but be gentle with them. That is part of leading. We show our sons and daughters what it means to be authoritative, but also kind and gentle. We show our wives what it means to be soft and tender, even though we have the power and the authority to just shove our weight around. We should not do it. So being the spiritual head of your home means that you have a spiritual walk of your own, and your family will see that well far above. I know that might not be correct grammatically, but they will see that far and far beyond what you try to teach them linguistically through your mouth. They will see what you do with your life. Now, that being said it is imperative that you teach your family the Scripture. So first make it your journey to know it, and then invest your time in teaching your children the Scripture. You should be the first to make that initiative. Don't wait on your kids to come and start asking questions, though they will. Please, fathers, teach your children the Word of God.